0: Welcome in, everyone, and thanks for joining me again. Today, I'd like to talk about uh, the stories we weave and how we become these stories. I think this is another way to look at how to work with our thoughts, emotions, uh, our senses of identity um, in our bodies, in the world, in the relationships uh, we have and that are around us. And um, I hope this is a rich one for you. Uh, For me, this is a a really sweet topic to think of my own experience, my own thoughts, the way I frame things as a story and through story, uh, because we can also become creative with how we live. Uh, We can also learn to become um, more compassionate, uh, more kind, uh, more loving in our relationships uh, towards ourselves and others through the stories we weave. So um, as usual, I welcome your feedback on all of this. So if any of this is resonating with you, please leave a comment if you're watching on uh, YouTube. And if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, feel free to reach out to me at ScottTusa.com. The way we're going to be looking at stories today is a little different than how we might normally use the word story. Normally, we use the word story to represent um, a narrative, uh, something written, something spoken, um, something that's, uh, you know, Representing a historical viewpoint or maybe fantasy or something like that. Obviously, movies are also stories. Um, plays, dramas, those are all stories. But here I'd like to use the word story to also represent our own internal dialogue. Uh, of course, um, spoken narratives, how we speak uh, about ourselves to ourselves, how we speak about ourselves to others, how we uh, basically share in our life experience and what that is and to me uh being a buddhist practitioner i think this is a really interesting way to also work with thoughts and emotions uh by understanding them as story so our stories are how we make sense of our internal and external worlds, you know the way we weave our thoughts both consciously and unconsciously, um, how we talk about ourselves, how we talk about others, um, how we frame a certain situation or experience we have or, or, or memory. I think we can look at all of this as forms of story, uh, forms of narratives. So these narratives are how we often make sense of a situation, Uh, that happened to us, a memory, something that's going to happen in the future or currently if we're in a conversation with someone or we're just, you know, sitting with our own thoughts. Um, In my own experience, in my own life, this is kind of how I make sense of something. And I think a lot of us are like this. So my whole take here is why not become aware of that? Why not use um, those narratives, those ways of how we make sense, uh, to become aware of those narratives, to become aware of how we can both shape them for for the good, for the better, and also how we can become aware of when those narr- narratives are actually harmful or destructive towards ourselves and others, and and to learn how to shift them. So in my experience, if I'm not becoming aware of and shifting narratives that may be harmful towards myself or others, or you know enhancing or um, encouraging ones that are beneficial, um, these are the narratives, these are the stories that um, feed who I am in that given moment, right? So I just want to put that out there as a question for you to reflect on. Is that true for you? Um, are the narratives that spin in your mind, either unconsciously or consciously, are those feeding who you're becoming in that moment? So for me, through some kind of investigation and reflection on this, definitely it's like that for me. Um I become more or less what I think. That's just another way to reflect and internalize what I'm talking about here. So our stories, whether they're conscious or unconscious, become who we are. So, of course, we're going to want to shape them, right? We have a lot of incentive to want to shape them if we start to look at it from that perspective. So it's vital we learn and become aware of the stories that we're holding close, Um some of these stories can be based on accurate information. Some of them can be memories that are semi-accurate or half-accurate. And sometimes just there's a lot of projection spinning uh, for us, right? I'm mainly talking about me here. <laughs> there's a lot of projection that can spin in a certain situation where I get in my head about something and... um you know, I'm off to the races on, on spinning all kinds of stories that may have no real connection to reality or, or very little. So it, it's pretty vital we start to become aware of these and start to shift uh, the narratives we're telling and to find some openness. So obviously, meditation really helps with that because in meditation, we're cultivating awareness. We're cultivating a sense of uh, non-judgmental watchfulness that allows us to become more aware of our narratives as well that allows us to become more aware of what thoughts are proliferating. And I know this is hard because we often become those narratives. We're used to becoming those narratives. So to pull ourselves away into more of an objective uh, perception that can simply perceive a narrative without becoming it, you know, that that's, that is challenging. That's why we practice meditation and that's why... Um, you know, often we're doing that for many months, years, et cetera, because our ability to work with our narratives more objectively comes out of the strength of the meditative awareness uh, we cultivate. So stories are not inherently bad or good. Stories are just stories. They're narratives. They're what we're taking in through our sense perceptions and that our mind is interpreting into, you know, different ways we want to be in the world or what actions we want to take or or actions we don't want to take. So all the time, our mind is doing this to try to keep us safe, <laughs> more or less, to try to keep us uh, in a sense of of happiness. And so, stories and narratives are are not inherently bad because we can recognize through awareness which ones are actually serving us and which ones are not. Right. And actually, uh, in Buddha Dharma, as we learn to connect with what's called prajna or non-dual wisdom, we also start to recognize that it's all story actually. It's all narrative. And because it's all narrative, it doesn't mean it's meaningless. It actually brings more meaning. Because then as we grow our meditative awareness, uh, we can start to have more efficacy, more agency over how we're interacting with those narratives. So whether it's a positive, beneficial narrative or something destructive, we learn to interact with those narratives in a more fluid way. And then obviously we can reduce over time um, the destructive narratives and how, you know, we sometimes take action based on those and do harm. So we can reduce that and then we can increase the uh, narratives that are going to bring more well-being, the narratives that come out of loving, kindness, compassion, equanimity, etc. Right. But those narratives are also narratives. So this is kind of an important little subtle point here. Buddhism is not saying then uh, the good is more real or the beneficial is more real, right? No, it's equally a narrative. But because it's all a narrative, we can learn to shape it. And I think this is really, really good news. And uh, to think of it in this way, you know, to me, it's a lot like weaving. It's like, what's the reality we want to weave? Do we want to weave a nightmare or do do we want to weave a dream that's going to be enjoyable, uh, beneficial, uh, compassionate for ourselves and others. So when our stories come from a place of love, compassion, and an openness, we have a chance to heal ourselves and others. We have a chance to find more flexibility, fluidity, and of course, from the Buddhist perspective, a chance to find more liberation and freedom. So one really helpful thing um, that I try to implement is as I said, an awareness of my narratives uh, in my thinking mind, the stories that I'm weaving in any given moment. And um, I try to hold those narratives lightly. So, one real benefit of meditative awareness is not becoming dissociated from our stories or rejecting our stories. It's the ability to hold them more lightly. Now, of course, I go up and down in that ability. You know, I'm still uh, a practitioner very much on the path, uh, just you know, keeping my head down, trying to do my work, trying to show up every day to my meditation cushion and in my life with awareness. Um, but you know, when I can, I try to hold my narratives lightly, right? And and for me, um, awareness is what allows me to do that uh, when when I can do that. Uh, whether it's it's awareness in the body, and there's more embodiment to that process, or it's just a quality of observation or watchfulness, uh, where where I'm. I'm leaving a little bit of room between me and the narrative, right? Because as I said earlier, this is the biggest challenge for us. Our narratives are usually so fast or so swift to become identities, uh, personalities, who and what we think we are, who and what we think others are, the world around us. So we have to shift that. And we shift that by creating more space, right? So another way to talk about meditative awareness and the benefits of it is we're creating or we're accessing more openness and space. And that allows us to work with these narratives uh, in a different kind of way, with more ease, um, not so quick to identify with them, etc. So this is my aspiration to weave more narratives, weave more stories based on love, compassion, and wisdom. And it's what I uh, will recommend here, you know, using our meditation practice, using any parts of our healing work, um, whatever that is, to understand our narratives, of course, understand where they come from. But what's more important is that we develop uh, some space with them, right, where we can have more agency, more choice in how we want to interact. And therefore, that can start to affect um, our conduct, our actions in the world, engaging in more loving, compassionate, and wise conduct with ourselves and others. So be well, everyone. Um, As I said earlier, uh, if if you benefited from this, uh, please feel free to reach out. Let me know what you think uh, about this approach to working with our life, our thinking mind, our stories, etc. If you're watching on YouTube, feel free to leave a comment below. If you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, feel free to reach out to me at scotttusa.com. Send me a message. Thanks so much, everyone. Wishing you well.